The following audio drama is rated NC-17, for no can do if you're 17, 18, or even 21 in some states or younger. In other words, the producers of this show didn't want to be burdened with things like morality or clothes. This is a You Can See Audio production, where entertainment is always free. Last time on Gaia's Voyages, the crew sits down to a game of poker. It comes down to this, Andre. Do you have what it takes? Do you have the courage and the cards to beat me? Everyone else is folded and it's all on the line. So, are you chicken? Trouble sneaks its way on board. Oh, shirts are awful. But we got aboard. Hawaiian print. We are not here to worry about your wardrobe, Grayson. Of course. The others are ready. Just as soon as we give the signal. Then let's do it. And everything starts to go to hell. Mike, I'll do what I can, but hostile forces are invading my ship, and we have lost communications with everyone, especially Gaia. People are probably dying, and it's my job to stop the bad guys. <laughs> this is what I do best. If it's a fight they want, it's a fight they'll get. I'm not holding back this time. Let the slaughter commence. And now, the adventure continues. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar ark, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. Gaia also has a hidden mission, known to only a select few. Society needs those who are willing to use whatever methods are necessary to eliminate threats to the Confederation that are so evil and dangerous they cannot be stopped in any other fashion. We are those who face the monsters who go bump in the night. You do not want to know what we do or how we do it. <laughs> You simply want the monster under the bed to disappear. We are the ones who make that happen. Who are we? Well, if I told you, I just might have to kill you. Everything has a price, you know. We are Black Operations. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 9, Love and Terrorists. Part 2. Sir, with reports the two of our troop ships have managed to dock. 
Good. More of our troops should be docking. Gaia got her firestorms launched, though. I'm not sure how. Their hangar force field should have been locked on. They've killed half our ships and are moving on to the rest. We've called in for reinforcements. You don't take on a city ship without having backup plans. We're getting reports of conflict, sir. A woman fitting the description of the captain and a man who appears to be Commander Beckett are taking out many of our men with the aid of an unknown man. Your technique is incredible! We can hardly see the unknown man moving before he kills! And the screams! She's almost as good as he is! We'd be back up now! We're gonna be wiped out! Commander Beckett is just picking off the ones they miss! They're coming! No! Please! Yeah! Who's there? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you, all right. Who is that? Captain Elizabeth Monroe of the zoo ship Gaia, and you, sir, are a dead man unless you surrender right now. I don't give second chances. We have you outnumbered, Captain, and more troops are on the way. I would advise you to surrender. Don't surrender, Captain. Killing you will be so much more fun and painful for you. Oh, you shall find that killing me is not easy. Who do I have the pleasure of addressing? So civilized, Captain. Oh, I do try to be civilized when possible. Now, tell me your name so I know what to place on your tombstone. Oh, call me Chavez, Captain. And when I'm finished with you and your ship, there won't be anything left to put a tombstone over. Words are cheap. Why don't you come dance with me and we can see who's the better? Or perhaps later. For now, I have a sister to slay. Grayson, she's all yours. Yes, sir. Captain, last chance to surrender. (laughs) I don't surrender to dead men. Come and get me. Damn it. Well, so much for doing this the easy way. Call in for reinforcements. Take them alive. They're no good to us dead no matter what Gervais says. Yes, sir. Understood. All right, Grayson's called for reinforcements. The captain is proving a more difficult target than anticipated. You ten, go. We'll make our way to Medbay and capture the doctor. We'll just see about that. Did you hear that? It's big, whatever it is. Trying to squash some insects. Just my luck. It's the Kandaran. We'll take care of it. Team 9, remember your objective. Get the doctor.
Tare of the elephants of Sheba. Not people ever act civilized. Open up, doctor. There's no point in resisting. Help is not coming. They're too busy elsewhere. I think I shall stay right where I am, actually. I am a doctor. Not James Bond. James who? James Bond. Some sort of spy from about 500 years ago. Do you ever watch old movies? They're classics. Sean Connery and Pierce Brosnan were the greatest. I always preferred Tom Stitzer myself. Bloody hell. Where's Batman when you need him? All right, Candice. You need to figure out a plan considering armed invaders are banging the door down. Tom who? Stitzer. Surely you remember him. The way he said, Bond, James Bond, just gave me shivers. Why are we talking about this anyway? We have a doctor to capture. I cannot believe this. They're going on and on about James Bond while trying to bang my door down. What sort of terrorist are these? Sean Connery was the best Bond. Oh, whatever. I still like Stitzer better myself. Nobody's ever heard of him. Perhaps I should kill myself now. Before the inane conversation drives me crazy. Who cares about freaking James Bond? Ah, laser sculpting. Perhaps this will help. Maybe it's not needed. They'll be killing themselves over who played the best Bond any moment now. a day. Because of those idiots arguing about James Bond and banging on my door, it is securely shut and I am trapped in here. Stand by. That is one way of fixing the problem. You'd better come with me, Doctor. Grab your supplies. You'll be safer and there may be wounded. Terrorists on Gaia? Who would have thought? Just another day at the office. You told me you were Black Ops, Elizabeth, but I don't think I realized what that meant. Hunting down the enemy, getting wounded, killing lots of blood and horror, and hoping you don't make a mistake. Isn't it wonderful? Oh, I do love it. Especially the killing part. But... As a rule, I tend not to make mistakes. Oh, really? I thought you got cocky, and that's what has your people all hot and ready to exterminate you and us if they discover you're still alive. Ah, uh, details, details. I take comfort in the fact that if they do come, you'll be one of the first to die. Fight each other later, boys. We have more invaders to exterminate. Oh, I do love it when you talk dirty, Captain. You just might find me visiting you one night. We Venjari are almost as good at seduction as we are at elimination. I think I am going to be ill. Then be ill all over the bad guys, Mike, because here they come. Delicious. I've not had a chance to feast like this for a long time. An intersection. Perfect place for an ambush. Back to back, boys, and follow my lead. I've got left. I've got the right. Leaving the center and the talking to me. As usual. Save it. Well, well, well. Captain Elizabeth Monroe and Commander Beckert, we find you at last. You can't hope to escape us all. Surrender. Wait a minute. Elizabeth? I got it, Mike. 
both of you. Leave that son of a bitch to me. Don't touch him. He's mine. So eager. You know him. We have unfinished business. You wish to surrender to me? Very well, I accept. Brave and a fool. Why am I not surprised? Invading my ship was the foolish thing to do. You do realize that you and your men won't be leaving this ship alive unless you surrender to me right now. Numbers are on my side, Captain. Oh, really? Numbers mean little when confronted by sheer skill, and that's something we have plenty of. Captain? Do it. <laughs> zippity doo da, zippity ay. I get to eat lots of terrorists today. Here we go again. I jump off their heads and I bank in their blood. Cutting up bad guys can be so much fun. Missed me, boys. Now it's my turn. All right there, Commander. Oh, you know how it is. Shoot around corners is such jolly fun. Oh, I say, there might be hope for you yet, old chap. God, you have a horrible accent. You ever see Mary Poppins? Dick Van Dyke can do better one than you. Leave the lecture on his accent until after the fight, Beefeater. Thanks, Night Stalker. Night Stalker? So that's who that is. <laughs> you do collect the most unusual pets, Captain. Which one of you boys wants to be the next one to die? <laughs> Hard to know where to shoot if you can't see, Captain. Now the odds are even a bit. Bollocks. You still die. <laughs> ha, missed me. <laughs> oh, you really don't think that turning out the lights will stop us, do you? It's always a thought, especially when we have night vision. Oh, we can fix that. Flash grenade. Plays hell with night vision. Let's finish this. Shut. Out of power. Aww. Then you're going to be so much easier to kill now, aren't you? Do I really look that easy? Well, pretty boy thinks he can fight. No offense, Commander. But in comparison to the other two over there, you ain't nothing but a pansy. A pansy? Oh, bring it. I have you know I've been learning karate since grade school. Bring it up. No idea. Bring it. Why don't we just shoot the brain? Yeah, you want more? They're quite uncivilized, but shoving a nose into the brain does do the trick. You'll pay for that. Oh, I doubt that. Mike, just stop playing with the man and kill him already. If you insist, my dear. <laughs> Elizabeth. Ah, Night Stalker. Yes, Captain. Eat them up. This is taking too long. All of them? Except the leader. With pleasure. Nothing like having guests for dinner.
Holy shit! Elizabeth, are you all right? I'll survive. Should I finish this one, Captain? Oh, no. He's mine. I've been waiting for this one a long time. Wait, Captain. I, I can explain. Oh, I just bet you can, Gabriel Gideon. You know? Considering how well I used to know you, I should remember your voice, asshole, despite how I have tried to forget it this past decade. Gabriel Gideon. I knew it. They do know one another. They were in love at one time. He left her for a cheerleader who slept with every man in the football team. <laughs> She had a great pair of tits. Oh! You come onto my ship after all these years, bringing terrorists nonetheless, who have disabled Gaia, attacked me and members of my crew, caused unknown amounts of damage, and you expect me to leave you alive. Uh, I'm, I'm not with them. Uh, well, uh, I'm with them, but I'm not really one of them. Oh, what is he talking about? But why hasn't she killed him yet? She's dreamt of this moment for a decade. Let her enjoy it. Oh, really? So you weren't just leading the men that were trying to kill me, Mycroft and Nightstalker here? Or am I blind and insane as well as royally pissed off? I'm with intelligence. I'm undercover trying to bring them down. She has a thirst for revenge and death. She'd make a good Vinjari. The revenge part, yes, especially in his case. A likely story. You never showed any intelligence in your life. You were the king of jocks. I was the one with the brains, and you left me for a cheerleader. And she left me for another woman. So would you please get over it already? He left her for a lesbian cheerleader. <laughs> that man deserves what he gets. Oh, you're not forgiven that easily, especially since there are still terrorists on my ship, and my people are fighting and dying. I couldn't get word to you because it would blow my cover and the entire operation. Oh, like I really believe you're in intelligence. Don't make me laugh. I am. Listen, Lizabelle. Don't you dare call me that. My lace blade is at your throat, Gabriel. If you think our past will keep me from killing you where you lie, then think again. I'm not the same person I was, and I could kill you and lose very little sleep over it. I've actually dreamt of it over and over. And I know, oh, so many ways to kill now. I can be extremely creative. Oh, good God, Elizabeth. What happened to you? Life after you happened to me, Gabriel. Elizabeth, killing him won't change what happened or what was done to you. Oh, kill him. Do. He deserves it. And the floor needs a good wash anyway. He's helpless. You beat him. We can immobilize him and then turn him over to the authorities. You don't want to do this. Oh, I do, Mike. This bastard is the reason I let them get a hold of me in the first place. If you can't have love, then a life of death is better than merely surviving. At least after you've killed enough people, you stop feeling how much it hurts to have your own heart ripped out. There are all new pains to deal with as the soul dies. If you kill him now, like this, you'll regret it for the rest of your life. You're still a good person. You hate your superiors because they force you and others like you to kill for their own selfish ends. Do you wish to be like them? This will be murder. 
Oh, you're so close to the void already, Captain. Why not embrace your true inner nature and throw away these trappings of honor that hold you back? We could be great together, you and I. She's not like you, Night Stalker. Oh, no. Look at her, Commander. You've been watching her. She's killed today as easily as I have, and fights better than any human I've ever seen. If she's not an assassin, then no human is. Elizabeth, I'm sorry. I was stupid. I'm so sorry. I didn't know you loved me that much. Here, I've got the antidote to the virus that's infecting Gaia. I'm the only one who knows how to apply it. I swear to you, I'm telling you the truth. I'm with intelligence. We dose her with this and Gaia can stop all this madness and fighting and take the terrorists down for good. Stand down, Elizabeth. You're hurt and need your shoulder tended. Stand down. You'd better be right about that antidote, Gabriel. Because if you're wrong, or if you betray us... <laughs> I'll do worse than kill you. I'll give Night Stalker here permission to hunt you down no matter where you are and use all the most painful methods at his disposal to give you a slow, agonizing death. And the most delicious thing is, he'll actually do it. Oh... What a delightful idea, Captain. You inspire me to new heights of creative cruelty. I give you my word, Elizabeth. You know I never Your break my word. Your word means shit. You once promised to love me forever. He's all yours, Armorak. Don't harm him, but if he tries to escape or harms us, you can drink him to unconsciousness. Sounds like fun, Captain. Do betray her, Gideon. I would so love to play. Oh, I can't believe she stopped on my balls. God! Oh, oh. give me a hand up, Mycroft. Uh-huh. Please. Yeah. Oh. You broke my nose. Oh. Be glad I didn't shove it up into your brain, bastard, for what you did to her and for the damage you've done this day. Ooh, Commander. I just might get to like you after all. Save it. Elizabeth, let me see your shoulder. I've got a med kit here. Energy bolt went clean through the shoulder muscle. It's cauterized. I'll put a bandage on it, but you should be all right till we get you to Undomo. Try not to use it. I don't have that luxury, Mike. We've got a ship to save and terrorists to slay, and I just used up my last ounce of mercy. Armorak, bring him. Bloody long, let's blow the damn thing up. You fine, back away. Ugh, sacre bleu! They're coming through! <coughs> Ready yourselves, mes amis. We must defend the bridge at all costs. Behind me, McCall. You can't 
take them on yourself, you idiot! He's got us, Lieutenant. You don't have hands. Get behind us. Here they come! For Captain and Confederation, charge! Bloody terrorists! We have you outnumbered two to one, Lieutenant. Surrender. Oh, how cute. Who's the pretty birdie? Is probably one cracker. I don't think so! Get off my hands! It's not just for cracking nuts. I have had enough of this. It is time for these terrorist pigs to succumb to the inevitable. Take that, you filthy dog! That is how they do it in Paris, in Grandectoplasm. But we're the only ones left. The others are all dead. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful day. We should have terrorists drop in for dinner more often. Feasting is all well and good. It's your notion of entree that I have a problem with. Oh, if you and your pretty little captain only knew. But then, perhaps someday you will. Whatever you're talking about, I don't want to know. Will you two stop fighting? We have a mission to accomplish. <sighs> Not good enough, Thylora. I'm well fed. <laughs> Oh, if I wanted to kill you quickly, I would have hit you harder. You know how it is. It's ever so much more tasty when the prey dies in slow, excruciating agony. Oh, I learned that lesson well, and I am quite willing to practice the techniques upon you. <laughs> I'm Thylora, Captain. You can't hurt me. Not even your pet Venjaria there can hurt me. Want to bet your life on that? Mike, listen to me. Get up and finish our mission. It's up to you now. Lizabelle, you can't take her on. Don't call me that, you bastard. You brought an insane Thylora onto my ship, and I'm going to make sure you pay for that. Elizabeth, he's right. You can't. You're only human. I must, Mike. It's been fun. Thanks for everything. I wouldn't change a minute of it. You're in command. Don't you dare say your goodbyes. Mike, go! How touching. The valiant captain stands against impossible odds. Get moving, Mike! 
come on, Mycroft. She's right. I'm coming back, Elizabeth. Do you hear me? Stop talking and get going, Commander. I'll stay with her. Damn it all to hell. Now it's just you, me, and Armorock, Shervais. <laughs> the odds are in my favor, Elizabeth. We can't take her. You do know that. In a straight heads-up fair fight, not even I can defeat Thylora. Low though I am to admit it, I don't think we're going to survive this one. I know, but at least I can buy Mike some more time. You don't have to stay with me. I can't let a little human wench show more courage than I, now can I? Besides, if I let her kill you, that means I won't be able to kill you myself. True that. <laughs> Let's dance. If you weren't such a bastard, I might not like you so much. <laughs> You're not supposed to like him at all, Captain. He's one of the bad guys. <laughs> to most people, Chavez, so am I. Ha! <laughs> Next time on Gaia's Voyages... Gabriel and Mycroft make a desperate run for Gaia's computer core. Too many to fight alone. Then give me a weapon and I'll fight with you. Yeah, like I'm about to trust you. You have no choice if you have any chance of saving her. Gaia can stop this. Elizabeth and Armorock continue their suicidal fight against her base. Give up, Captain. Give in and I'll make it quick. Keep fighting and I'll see that all on the ship are destroyed and keep you alive long enough to see every single... Yeah. Ah. Oh, I'll pass. Thanks. I'd much rather see you destroyed. And the firestorms dodge lightning bolts as Desdemona and Sherbays face off. Let's finish it then. Bye-bye, Desi. You always were a snobbish, hedonistic bitch with far too many romance issues that you couldn't see when a man truly loved her if he was sticking his ass in her face. Oh, really? My evil twin sister is going to give me romantic advice. I should kill you for that alone. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages only at www.brokensea.com. Captain Bone Marrow here. Ah, the smell of the sea. I love it. But sometimes when a pirate's been out a plundering for something close to a year without a bath, then a pirate needs a strong, manly scent to cover up his own strong, manly scent and to entice the barmaids. That's why I use the frequency of fear. It has the refreshing scent of old-time radio, both sci-fi and horror, as well as Halloween novelty records and sci-fi and monster rock music.
And if that weren't enough, there's the smell of adventure as the zombie astronaut and Dr. Despicable and Dr. Wilhelm von Martinez and the rest of them drag me pirate booty into some truly asinine situations. Since I've been using the frequency of fear, the lasses can't keep their hands off me. Oh! You chicken-fisted brute! That's a saucy one. So if you are a fan of horror and sci-fi old-time radio and Halloween novelty albums and the occasional sci-fi or monster rock song, not to mention truly, truly asinine situations, then tune into The Frequency of Fear. It's a smell you'll never get off ya. <laughs> Find the link to The Frequency of Fear at www.zombieastronaut.net. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 9, Love and Terrorists, Part 2. Featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe, David Ald as Commander Mycroft Beckert, Abner Cenaris as Lieutenant Andre Anjou, Ara Pelodi as Dr. Candace Umdomo, Melissa Mippa Johnson as Gaia, Bruce Busby as Lieutenant Borask, Mark Kalita as Armorock, Callsign Ice, Scott Vinicombe as Giacomo Casanova. Philip Weber as Gabriel Gideon. Lexi Rawl as Chavez. Introducing Christina Boyd as Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis and Lieutenant McCall. Guest starring Tom Stitzer as Terrorist 11, Keith Donovan and Bernadette M. Groves as the Red Shirts, and Sam Haft, Bill Robb, Laura Frechette, and Chris Barnes as the other terrorists. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine V. Barrett. Original Gaia's Voyage's main title music by Sam Haft. Additional music by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Full details of the music used in this episode can be found at BrokenSea.com forward slash Gaia. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. For more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, visit us on the web at BrokenSea.com. Thanks for listening. I don't get it. I just don't. I don't get it. She kicks the boy in the nuts. And then she has a bird rip guy's nuts off. I don't know. Elaine, you got some issues or something here? Ow. That just don't sound right. I'm with intelligence. I'm under... When the motorbike has finished revving outside the window. Oh, the joys of India. Hey, I may be a melodramatic, but I'm. Wow, I'm Scottish now. Hey, maybe melodramatic, but I am not some evil megalomaniacal bitch. Hey, 
I may be melodramatic, but I am not. I may be melodramatic, but I am not some evil, megalomaniacal bitch. That was my crazy read. Megalomaniacal bitch. Megalomaniacal bitch. That was a horrible line. I hated it, and I don't want to say it again. No, no, don't get me wrong. It wasn't the writing. It wasn't written horribly. It's just uh, hard for me to say. And, uh, and I'm all loopy, so, uh, so, uh, I couldn't get through it, and I, I, uh, I'd rather not have to say it again. <laughs>